With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome once again to another Match Day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm joined by Andy, James and Matt. And we're here to discuss our home fixture with Middlesbrough. James, tell us the head-to-head. It's our 100th game versus Borough. Uh, we've won 38, drawn 29 and lost 32. Pretty good then. Yeah, decent position. They must have been poor at some point in their history because I don't remember it being <laughs> that one side. Well, it's not one-sided, is it? But um, looking down the uh, the BBC uh, preview of the game, it said we've got a pretty decent re- home record of them. They haven't beaten us here for quite a while, although a few of those games have been draws. But And uh, Middlesbrough are currently... They're unbeaten in three, but they're certainly not performing as they would have hoped for this season. It's got a banana skin effect, this one I'm I'm a little bit concerned about. How do you feel going today, Matthew? Do you remember at the start of the season when our away form was really good? Remember what our home form was like? It was good, wasn't it? No. Oh. I, what Matthew's suggesting is that he thinks, he's hoping that it hasn't flipped back because we've just won two away games. We've won four in a row at home. Um, so we're... We're on a really decent record, but Matthew's playing uh, devil's advocate there and uh, so hoping that that doesn't all of a sudden uh, have a flip on its head. But they might be over-optimistic as well after their um, win against Barnsley in the week. But by all accounts, they fluked it. They're a fluky team. This is the most confident I've seen the Leeds United fan base for a long time ahead of this game. Everyone's well up for it. Which has got Leeds that written all over it for me. Exactly, Andy. So plans for the game, we're all going. Yeah, we're all tucked up nicely in the car at the moment. It's the only place that it's warm. The studio, it's the studio. We do have a roving studio. <laughs> um, team news. Teams are out, we're that close to kickoff. So Leeds Middlesbrough. Correct. Um, Matthew doesn't know the team. Want to guess it? It's Leeds, Matt. I'm going to go with unchanged. Unchanged, except for Tyler Roberts out probably forever. Oh, is he injured? Yes. Ah, okay. Um, so who would be playing instead of him? Well, most likely Costa and move Fernandez into the centre. That's how it looks like it's lining up, yep. Well, on that basis, I, I fancy us 15-0. We ain't got to predictions yet. Still fancy us. And Eddie's back on the bench. There's a quick turnaround from his injury. Eddie's going to get you, isn't he? Eddie is going to get you. Opposition forums, what do you think this one is called? The Mighty Borough. One Borough. It is called One Borough. Have you been on One Borough? Not recently. On One Borough, they said... This is funny, I like this. I can't think of a single reason not to expect a thrashing. I can only hope Leeds have at least two players sent off and we play a game better than any played this season. If this happens, I'll go for a draw. (laughs) Surprised them not can write. You sound like Stanley Johnson. It's always our quip every time as well. Surprise this lot can write. I think that Stanley Johnson thing went over people's heads. In the car, maybe. People who are listening might have got it. That's a fair point. Saw Stanley Johnson turn up with Michael Gove to a debate the other night. Oh, Stanley Johnson. The Rock's dad. 
<laughs> Dwayne's dad. Right. God. James, who's ref? Thanks, Joe Bedford, for providing the uh, research today. Uh, Keith Stroud, our favourite. He's refed us 27 times. This season, I think. Won 12, drawn 6, lost 9. He's dished out 52 yellow cards, two straight reds, two reds for second yellows. Uh, he's refed our away wins away at Barnsley and Salford this season, so not too bad. So, he's, so But he, there is the big but, isn't there? Well, he gave us a penalty this season. True, but he didn't give us it when it mattered. <laughs> so, that being said, what what's our predictions for today? Andy? I think it's going to be Tate. I was joking when I said 15 nil earlier. I reckon we're going to... S- Were you? Yeah, yeah, you surprised me. It's a bit of banter. Tate nil? I think it's going to be Tate. Not Tate nil. I reckon it's going to be 1-0 Leeds. I think we'll win. I am a little bit concerned about something horrible going wrong, though. James? I'm not feeling confident about this one. Um, I don't know why, so I'm going 3 nil to Leeds. <laughs> I know why it's because we play better against better teams when teams are poo we're poo we should win 6-0 but we know what we're like in front of goal so it's going to be 3-0 to Leeds uh, Matthew what did you say in the paper well if you're a betting man I think you'd be foolish to go for anything other than a Leeds win but I've been very confident in recent weeks and I've been saying that we're going to score more than two goals and we haven't so I've gone 2-0 I think that's the most likely and hopefully that'll jinx it and we'll hit six past them or something like that that's where we're at, guys, in terms of jinxing things. You can predict 2-0 and that jinxing it makes it 6-0. Um, I, I tend to agree with Andy, but I hope I'm wrong. And I don't hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm right. I hope it's 1-0 Leeds. I'd take it right now. But um, I don't want the nervy element of it. I haven't seen the Borough team, but a lot of their fans are nervous. Um, they've got a lot of injuries. They're, um, they keep playing Johnny Housen in defence. Yeah, that's weird. But they did move him there last season as well, so that seems to be a, a semi-permanent thing. Which bit of defence? Right back. He's been playing right back. More mental. He started as a striker. Yeah. Uh, this is what kind of excites me. Maybe having Jarrison or Costa having a pop at Johnny. That'd be uh, something nice to see. What's Twitter saying, James? Well, what do you think? What's They're usually pretty uh, confident, aren't they? In the 90s for old Leeds win. Yep, 91% Leeds win, draw 7%, Borough win 2%. A few people saying they're very confident. Sarah says she's confident. Barney's message saying 3-0 Leeds, confidence is low at Borough, and with the amount of injuries they have to Bamford, Harrison and Hernandez to score. That's the other thing. The Borough fans are all certain Bamford's going to score. I hope so. I hope he gets a revenge hat trick. That's how we would feel if it was the other way around. So, Andy, what's your word? Is banana skin one word? Ask him, Matthew, he'll tell you if it should be hyphenated or not. Banana skin is definitely not one word. All right, I'm just going to go with banana. <laughs> uh, I feel that, a bit yellow about what might happen today. It could be a bit slippery. Uh, big ones are good. Little ones are all right. What are you on about? Bananas. <laughs> all right. Bananas. My word's banana. James? Pumped. Glad to be back at Ellen Road. It's felt like ages and uh, Leeds are going to pump it up today. Has it been ages? It feels like it. And Matt, what's your last word? Please say skin. No, in honour of uh, Jonathan Woodgate's return, I'm going with his nickname, Village. Why is his nickname Village? As in Village Idiot. 
Oh! Brutal. There's been a bit of uh, Johnny House and defensive bashing and Johnny Woodgate bashing. You leave Leeds, that's what happens. Well, I think I'm going to finish them with skin. skin. <laughs> I'm going to finish with skin because uh, I hope we win and not just by the skin of our teeth. Banana. Skin. We've got some real skin in the game today. I don't get that. Banana. Skin. 4 0. <laughs> oh Jesus! Can we go now? Oh, yeah, we go. We're going. Let's go get a beer. Right, we'll check back in after the game. Foskin. Right, welcome back to the studio. Uh, you join us after a 4-0 win for the Whites. What do we think to that, lads? I think get the heated up, it's frigging freezing in this vehicle. We said banana nil, didn't we? Or four skin or something like that. We did. 4-0, sorry, yeah, 4-0. Mate, it goes back to the old adage that winners are grinners and I am smiling from ear to ear. That was outstanding. Right, well, let's take it back then. So, first few minutes, have we played... Any better than that this season in a seven-minute spell? I think the question is, have Middlesbrough played any badly this season? We wouldn't know that because we haven't been watching them, but I thought that today it was like watching me on FIFA and I was controlling Middlesbrough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, James, you were closest with your prediction because you had to add our other predictions together to get the actual scoreline. You were feeling confident before the game, but not that confident. No, no. Um, Yeah, I was really pleased with that. We uh, very much took our chances, didn't it? Well, to be fair, we could have easily won 6 or 7 nil in that game. Well, I want to know, is it any different how we play any other week other than just taking the chances? No. Right, end of podcast. We'll see you next. <laughs> Definitely, um, we, we've played the same as we always do, but I, I do think that uh, Borough were poor, and we did take our chances. We uh, clicked in all the right places today. That's not a Matthias reference. I think Helder Costa had a fantastic game. I think Pablo had a great... Everyone played well, apart from one man who was uncharacteristically not himself, and that was Ben White. I thought he looked a little bit ropey, but maybe that's just because he's the best player in the world and everyone's due a bad day, and his bad days are still brilliant. Is he not getting automatic man of the match today? Negative. After those first seven minutes where we had four really good chances, including a goal, the next period of the game wasn't as settled. We didn't quite... We kind of went toe-to-toe with Middlesbrough for a bit. Did you ever feel under threat at all? No, not at all. They, they offered absolutely nothing at all in that match. I was nervous for a potential Middlesbrough onslaught when after the, they weathered that storm and it just went stale for 20 minutes. I could see Leeds that happening. The goal before half-time really saved us. Yeah, I thought that there was a chance that we could uh, lose the game or even lo- drop points to a fluky Middlesbrough. I mean, that was what they needed, but... I, I agree with you, Andy, that there was always the potential that something horrible would go wrong. And we, we weren't that good after that opening spell. It was a bit turgid, actually, that first half after that. The only good player that stood out in that period for me was Luke Ayling. I thought he had a great first half. Imagine if he had a left peg. Oh, he could have had two in the first half, couldn't he? Ayling, two, two, two. That's six. <laughs> Everyone's toes warm yet. He's warming up a little bit. 
Touching nowhere, warming up. The pod is warming up. We're good at keeping clean sheets at the moment, aren't we? This defence gets overlooked because the attack is so exciting. But we've got the best defence in the league. We've got the best defence in the world. In the history of football. (laughs) And we keep overlooking it because we just take it for granted. But the defence is outstanding. We do look very comfortable. I remember um, when we first started playing under Bielsa at home last season and the amount of fans in the ground that just didn't like back passes you know passing it round our half and now it's just the norm we look so settled and so comfortable it's, it's amazing to watch however there were a couple of hairy moments where it looked as though uh, Fletcher might get to the ball a little bit uh, just ahead of Kiko nah. and I, I think that um, it's what seven and a half million quid gets you two left feet and can't run and I, th- I think that's uh, Matthew said and he, he he might disagree with this looking back, but he said that 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 may have been a bit of complacency coming in. Do you still think that, Matthew? Yeah, I do. I think that we played well in that opening ten minutes, and then we got the goal, and then we kind of thought that we were going to win it quite comfortably. And you could see a little bit of casual passing. If we played with the same intensity as we did in the opening ten minutes for the whole of the first half, we'd have been out of sight. There was a definite Andy that moment just before the fourth goal. Well, I was going to say it was the anti Leeds that moment, wasn't it? Well, I, I said about three seconds before Click scored one of the best goals of the season. I said, "Do you know what's really nice, lads? We're playing some beautiful football, but all all the goals we scored are scruffy." As three seconds later, Click, Click, boom. I mean, that probably is the difference that some of the games this season. It sounds silly because we've got some kind of uh, personal record points total at this stage in the championship. We'll get to spoiler, tra- possibly tracking Wolves in a moment. But um, to say we just we haven't had the luck. We haven't like th- there's been games where we've only scored once or or twice, or the games that we haven't scored, and then today they did all drop, didn't they? And it all just fell into line. The goals that we are scoring are very much uh, Bielsa systematic goals, aren't they? Where we're scoring from close range. And it is nice to see Click score a, an absolute belter because normally we're not even afforded the space on the edge of the box to have a shot, to be honest. How good would Jerry Alioski's goal been if that had gone from the corner oh, yeah. where Phillips <laughs> pings it out and it comes... Oh, when, when that hit his foot, I thought, this is it. If this happens, the world's going to end. He's fired it at the penalty spot instead. <laughs> I held my hands in front of my face. I thought it was going to hit me. He connected well, but you're in the northeast corner. It won't go that far into your fest, was it? <laughs> it could have done. And we had plenty more chances, uh, other than I think after the fourth, the game really fizzled out. But we did, we did have plenty of chances today, and uh, crucially, we've taken four of them. And uh, what a winners, Andy. Absolute bastard grinners. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, one of the things I really liked is that even at 4 0, Paul. Um, the players were still running to get the ball when it had gone out for a throw-in and they wanted more. They were still hungry at that point, which is great to see. Oh, I, I was frustrated because it felt like we just weren't going forwards enough after that point. How many points have we got compared to other seasons? In fact, how many points have we got compared to how Wolves did in the season a couple of years ago? Tracking Wolves, tracking Well, I spoiled it earlier by telling you lot, but we are doing uh, remarkably well at this point. In fact, there is uh, we're on the same points that Newcastle were in 16-17, and Wolves are the only team ahead of us at this point after 19 games. We're on 40, they were on 44 at this point. Should be on more as well, really. Let's get into Man of the Match. 
Well, Helder Costa has finally delivered the goods. That'll definitely do wonders for his confidence, won't it, that strike? Is he your man of the match? No, I just wanted to chat about protect, like players. I was thinking when we talked about Wolves in a couple of years ago, Costa's done good there, hasn't he? Oh, definitely. It was a good goal. But I also think as well, one thing that we definitely criticised him on earlier on in the season was the fact that his defensive play wasn't very good and he seems to be uh, making up for that now. A very caffeinated performance by the coffee man. Matt, who are you thinking for your man of the match today? Between two, Pablo Hernandez Correct. and Matthias Click. And I'm going to give Click the nod because... Incorrect. <laughs> he uh, he had a good game and he regularly has a good game actually. I think he's one of our more consistent performers. And today he added two goals to that and one was an absolute belter. So he's a uh, man of the match for me. Very good. Uh, Andy, you disagree with that? I don't disagree. I think Matt has rightly said there that Click's an unsung hero, but he said Pablo first Pablo's man of the match by by a distance that he was doing the dirty work for me today go on what about what about that thing at the end I don't even know what to call it it was outrageous wasn't it it was brilliant he he, he what did he dragged do? three players in was it three or was it twelve did he flick he it over the whole head? bench as well he might have had all the Middlesbrough fans he basically sold them flicked it over his head and played the most beautiful weighted pass through to Jarrison who just couldn't get there because the defender had some legs yeah if Jack Harrison had finished that off it would have been goal of the season I reckon easily Pablo Hernandez bought and sold the whole of Middlesbrough for 5p today it was beautiful which is a rip off absolute <laughs> rip off so for me Pablo Hernandez man of the match Pablo Hernandez work on the ground and his tackling and tracking back and everything was brilliant his slide tackling was outstanding the weight of his passes I'd, I'd love the man Paul just wondering if you finished. <laughs> I was going to ask James if he if he um, wanted to add a third into the ring. I really enjoyed uh, watching Luke Ayling today. I thought he was very, very good. But I thought Pablo was brilliant and he's getting back to his old self very much so. But for me, it's Mateus Click. Incorrect. Well, I'm incorrect as well because I'm going to put Patrick Bamford in. Oh, I, lovely. I think Patrick Bamford had one of if not his best game for Leeds in terms of like the amount of running he did and it was all it was all working for him today he was doing the dirty work he was getting hold of the ball he was winning his duels he was doing great handballs he scored early well if you can't I think you said it a lot that he was doing a lot of poo housing but um, but Matthew were slightly disagreed and Andy basically said he's riling up their players and he's not letting them settle yeah he was and uh he, he, he just covered a hell of a lot of distance and I think his early goal gave him the confidence to run around and do a lot of things and really express himself and uh, it, it was a really impressive performance so I'd like to give it to Patrick Bamford. He drew a few fouls as well, didn't he? He wound Ayala up, which is always great fun to watch. He also did his, a fantastic impression of our fallen soldier, Adrian, in the second half. There should be a meme out of that. He's probably still rolling somewhere. He's going to roll his way around Leeds tonight with three points in the back pocket. Calvin Phillips got a book in, so he's banned for next week. That's a shame. That's probably the only downside of the game, I reckon. Hell of a hit, though, wasn't it? Yeah, he smashed him. We should have got a free kick just before that, and it almost looked like it was out of frustration, but as soon as he went through him, you just thought, oh, crikey. Because he's the sort of player we'll really need against Huddersfield. Well, Matthew, Matthew said red card straight away. Yeah, and it takes a lot for me to say that. Yeah, but my mate Keith Stroud just said he gives two yellows against uh, Leeds. Thanks, that loco Joe. Oh, dear. So we're all chuffed. What's our final words? 
Grinners. Winners. Four. Nil. <laughs> I'm bald. <laughs> we, did, we didn't plan that. It sounds cheesy, but we're going to have to leave it, aren't we? Banana. Yeah. Skin. Avoided. It was a brilliant afternoon. There's another banana skin on the way next Saturday, though, so let's not get too carried away. There's going to be lots of banana skins when you're up there and uh, you're confident and, in theory, you should win every game um, because you're, you're playing the best football in the division and teams will fear you. It's It's got to be banana skin after banana skin and, you know, we're not going to win every single game every week, but we definitely could have done and that's ch- such a difference to, to seasons gone by. Why are you putting a downer on it? We're going to win the league by Christmas. It nearly is Christmas, isn't it? Well, we're all very happy and we're a lot warmer than we were when we got into the car. That's all for this Match Day podcast. A very happy 4 0 win. We've got another one coming up next week for the away trip to Huddersfield. And another 4 0 the- win? Well, maybe, you never know. And during the week, we've got an interview landing, uh, so look out for that one, and we'll be back soon. Podcast Network.